the numbers keep coming out about the housing market, and it's astounding. I mean, we're right now supposed to be going in, you know, to the busy season, and you look back from May, medium home prices are up 26% in one year, $341,000 for the median home. Uh, agents sold 10,000 homes in May alone, and if they have more to sell, I bet they sell more in June and July. One man who smiles when he sees this, I would guess, is Chris Kelly. He's president and CEO of Emmy Halliday Companies, which we know as Emmy Halliday and, uh, you know, is a big part of Berkshire Hathaway and lots of different brands. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, great to be with you as always. So you get your share of this? This is That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's it's scary and exciting all at the same time. It is. I mean, it's scary in the sense that, you know, I guess someday it ends and and usually it ends badly. But is there any end in sight? Well, you know, lots of times we get this question, especially from folks relocating here to North Texas. And, you know, they don't want to buy at the height of the market as if they're buying, you know, GameStop type stock or something. Mm. And, you know, unlike the recession from a little over a decade ago, this is really being driven by pure economics. It's supply and demand. The the housing recession from the past was we had rising inventories along with rising prices, which kind of violates the laws of economics. What here we're seeing, it is true economics. It is, is, it is low supply and high demand. When we look in Texas, because of the migration of people coming here, um, there isn't a lot of relief in sight as far as like the demand going away, barring some other type of, you know, uh, economic issues that would come up. And that's what makes it different, isn't it? it? Is there's so much in migration, they pick up the slack. In a lot of cases, you know, they see a median price of three hundred forty-one thousand. They say, "Well, that's cheap, or we can." Yes, and and that's what we're seeing too. When we see these multiple offer situations, what we're seeing is uh, when you have out-of-state buyers, um, they are oftentimes driving up some of these offers um, to these levels where we're seeing that price appreciation of twenty percent or higher. Um, but, you know, uh, when, when you're in desperate times, people do des- desperate things and housing is one of the most important things. And so folks will do a lot to get into the right house. You know, one of the interesting things about your company, though, and I guess this is, you know, with you coming in and, and Berkshire Hathaway, you know, buying Abby Halliday and, and all the holdings is you've gone into a lot of other business. So you're, you're, you're doing insurance and titles and refinancing and all that sort of thing. And that that gives you some diversification away from just selling houses. It does help, especially when you're in a constrained inventory market, right? You want to have the opportunity to earn revenue off multiple opportunities off the same transaction. Now, from the refi business, that is almost all but gone from a year ago this time. You know, we saw a real rush to refinances last year, and most of that is completely dried up at this point. It is really purchase opportunities. But yes, we're very thankful for our business model where we can service the client, where we're one door to everything you need to buy a house certainly puts us in a much more comfortable position than just solely relying on a house sale. You know, it looks like interest rates are headed back down again. The 10-year rate on Wednesday fell down below 1.5%. That refinancing market may come back again. It very well could. It, 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 that is one of those things that it can drop off fast and it can come back very quickly too. You know, there is growing consensus that at some point rates will tick up because that's a lever that the feds will pull in order to kind of try to curb the demand. I would rather see economic things put in place to uh, spur on supply as opposed to trying to curb demand. But that will be an easier level for lever for many of them to pull in order to do that. You know, one of the things we always joke about is this housing market. They just keep to, to find something affordable. We just keep 
moving north and north and north and pretty soon, well, like the tollway does too, and pretty soon we're going to be in Oklahoma. I just noticed you are in Oklahoma. You have agents in Oklahoma. Is this an anticipation of us crossing the border? It, it really was. It was looking, you know, about a year and a half ago to we had so many of our own agents who were referring business into Oklahoma because there were residents in North Texas looking to buy homes on the other side of the border. So whether that's Lake Texoma, Broken Bow, or houses in the Norman and Stillwater areas for their college kids. And we said, let's stop referring that business. Let's go there ourselves. And once COVID hit, we were very glad we did because that business just took off. And so now we are very much accelerated into our presence north of the Red River as well because we just see more people in Texas looking for properties that are across the border. Well, are you active in all those new communities, Prosper and Salina and, and that area? Yes. I mean, I think I've always been impressed how we've been on the leading edge of that. And so you, you talked about growing north, but it's growing east, it's growing west, and it's growing south. We just opened a new office in Cedar Hill. Uh, we just opened a brand new office in Parker County. Um, we're obviously out in Rockwall. We opened up a new office in Forney last year. Um, we're down in Cedar Creek Lake. And so really when someone says point to which direction Dallas-Fort Worth is growing, you just kind of have to point everywhere. Well, are you finding inventory? Are, are you going out and drumming up potential sellers to, so you can find inventory? Yeah, there's there's some of the old school approaches. I mean, they, people are going back to sending letters to certain neighborhoods and streets to say, you know, I have buyers that want to be here. Are you interested in selling? Um, and so, you know, if you look at a snapshot of inventory, it looks low at any given moment, but it's kind of like being in a restaurant where they refill your water every time you take a drink because we're selling more houses than we did a year ago. Yet, if you look at inventory, it's down 54%. Um, and that's just because as it comes on, it's immediately being gobbled up. And so we're having to go back to the basics of really having to get creative and, and searching out listings as opposed to waiting for listings to come to us. So is there still the same cycle to this? I mean, like I was saying, usually this is sort of the really busy season. Buy a house, get settled in before the kids start school in, in September. Does that old model still work? Well, it's never been as cyclical here as it's been in elsewhere. And because of those migration patterns and because COVID really throwing a curveball last year, you know, we are seeing those ups and downs of the typical seasonality of the market be flattened out a little bit. So yes, we still have seasonality here, but over the last 24 months, what we've seen, it's not nearly pronounced between the highs and the lows. I mean, we've had demand all the way through the fall last year. We started off the year very strong as well. Um, and I don't anticipate that changing much. We'll maybe see that typical Dallas summer lull where it gets so hot where people don't <laughs> yeah. go outside for a bit. Good point. But then it picks back up in the fall. So it, you know, there's there's other markets in our in across the country that definitely see a more seasonality than we do here. Chris Kelly's president and CEO of the Abbey Halliday Companies during a period the likes of which I don't remember ever seeing before. It's good to have you with us always. David, thanks for letting me be back on. Appreciate Th it. Thanks for the time. For more of our conversation with Mr. Kelly, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.